بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إمام النووي's Riyadh al-Salihin is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over 700 years. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives a brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the beautiful sunnah of our beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and by doing so, helping us gain the pleasure of Allah the Exalted. This is hadith number 20. So this is narrated by Abu Sa'id al-Khudri that the Messenger of Allah said Amongst the nations before you there was a person who had killed 99 people. He inquired who was the most knowledgeable person on the earth and was referred to a monk. He went to him and informed him that he had killed 99 people and asked whether there was any possibility of repentance for him. The monk said, no. So he killed the monk and thereby increased the number he had killed to 100. He again inquired who was the most knowledgeable person on earth and was referred to a scholar. He informed him that he had killed a hundred people and asked whether there was any possibility of repentance for him. The scholar replied, yes, who can come between you and repentance? Go to such and such a place because there are people there who are engaged in the worship of Allah. Join them in the worship of Allah. Do not return to your land because it is an evil place. The man then departed for that land, but when he reached halfway, death overcame him. The angels of mercy and the angels of punishment disputed amongst themselves with regard to his fate. 
The angels of mercy said, he came in repentance, turning with his heart to Allah. The angels of punishment said, he never did any good. The angel then came to, they came to them in the form of a human being and they appointed him as an arbitrator between them. He said to them, measure the distance between the two places and to whichever of the two he is closer. He will be considered to be of that place. They measured the distance and found him to be closer to the place to which he was going. So the angels of mercy took his life. Another narration of Bukhari has, he was closer to the land of virtue by one hand span, and he was therefore included among its people. Another narration of Bukhari has, Allah commanded this land to move further away and that land to come closer. He then said, measure the distance between the two. They found him to be closer to the land he was going to by one hand span, so he was forgiven. Another narration has, he turned towards it with his chest. So this is one of the very special hadith that really motivates us, encourages us to never give up in that in light of what we've already heard about the door of repentance not closing until the soul reaches the throat or until the sun rises from the west, the door of Toba, the door of repentance is open. And what a merciful Lord that we have. No matter what anyone has done, no matter what sin one has committed, even if we've committed every possible sin, the door of repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is open. And so this is an incredibly beautiful hadith. And just a few points about it. So we understand that there was this man who had killed 99 people, but he didn't feel good about it. He wanted a way out, but he just didn't know. So this is why he was asking. He asked about the A'lam Ahl al-Ard. He wanted the most knowledgeable person on earth to guide him to what it is that he should do. And this is the way so many people are. So many people are good in and of themselves, but they just fall short by just living in this world and end up doing what other people do. But it doesn't settle well with them. They want out of that particular way. And I remember that before becoming Muslim, that was something that was a part of the reality of how I was. I inwardly wanted to get close to God. But outwardly, when I looked at what I was doing, I was like, what kind of life is this? And that was one of the motivating factors for me, which is why I actually was looking for some form of way, law to govern what it is that I would do so that I could know that I could say that, okay, I believe in God, and now this is the way that I'm practicing. So when I found out about Islam and read a little bit about it, and read about the idea of the sacred law, and that was something that was very attractive to me, to have something that governs every aspect of your life. And what a great blessing. So this individual, he wanted to make Toba, And so he asks about, uh, he's looking for a knowledgeable person to help him. So people point him to a Rahib, a monk. And this is also showing the difference between a monk and a scholar, someone who is a worshiper and a scholar. Because the worshiper, his limited understanding was, as some of them point out in the commentaries, this man killed 99 people. And these are what are called tabiat, sins between you and other people. And Allah is only going to forgive you if they forgive you. 
But how are they going to forgive you when you killed them? So the chances that on Yom Al-Qiyamah, 99 people are going to forgive you are so slim. What did he tell him? That there's no way for you to make Tawbah. So he reversed back into his that previous habits and he took the life of the Raha and made it 100. But the man still wanted a way out. He still kept searching. And this is what the Hadith says. Then after this, he goes and keeps asking, who is the most knowledgeable person on earth? And he's looking for someone to help him. So then people point him to an alim, a scholar. And he explains to him his situation. And that he asks him, can, is there any way that I can repent for this? Now the response is now, yes. And, and to emphasize that more, that who's going to become, come between you and repentance? But look at the good advice that he gave him. He told him to go to such and such a place. Because in that particular place that he sent him to, it's that name that says that it's left general. And there are people in this place that are worshiping Allah. They're righteous people. So go worship Allah with them. Be with good people. So this also this hadith also points to the merit of being with the righteous. Clearly mentioned. Go to worship with these people in this particular place. And don't go back to the place that you're from because it's a bad place. And so again, so many meanings here when we talk, talked about before about the three or four conditions of repentance. Some of them will add an additional condition that is you remove yourself from the people that you are with and the place that you are in that you committed that particular sin. And this is so important because if you tend to sin when you're with a certain group of people, if you do not avoid that group, then you tend to fall back into that bad habit. So this is in the same lines here where he's saying, don't go back to where you're from, change your environment, be around good people as a part of your repentance. So he goes in that direction and halfway through he dies. He's half the way there and he dies. And then the angels of mercy and the angels of punishment, they are arguing over who's going to take him. So the angel of mercy say that he came ta'iban, he's repenting. And that he's turning with his heart towards Allah. Whereas the angels of punishment said, he never did any good ever. He never did any good ever. And then another angel was sent who came in the form of a human being and was set up as an arbitrator between them. So he said, okay, measure the distance between where he came from and where he's going and see where he's closer to. So they found that he was just slightly closer to the place that he was going. So the angels of mercy took him. And then we get these other additions in the various narrations. And um, one of them says is that he was closer to that Qarya here now it's mentioned as a village. And he was closer by a hand span. So he was made to be from the people. And then another narration, out of the mercy of Allah, Allah made the distance closer. He made the distance of where he was going closer. And again, shibra, handspan. And then one narration, which is incredibly beautiful, um, 
that uh, he fanaabi sadrihi nahwaha. So that means that he, that as he's dying, he thrust his chest in the direction of where he was going. Allahu Akbar. So you can just imagine the situation where he's going to the city, this village. He wants to make tawbah. He's dying along the way. So exactly how he died, we don't know. Did he just drop dead or was it kind of a slower process where he slowly started dying? Nevertheless, right before he dies, he thrust his chest in the direction of where he was going. And that's going to put him that distance of roughly that hand span. And this indicates to us, this is how that we should be. And physically, if we're in a similar physical situation or that we can also put this into practice in a different way, where no matter what we've done, if we know that we're about to die, turn towards Allah. That make the last moment of your life an action outwardly if possible, and that uh, if not possible outwardly, inwardly with your heart, turn to Allah right before you die and have hope in Allah that he's going to forgive you for everything. And that will be one of the most precious moments of all that will inshallah ta'ala uh, lead to the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why one of the greatest sins that can be committed is to be a cause and a means for people to despair from the mercy of Allah. La ilaha illallah. On the contrary, we want to be sources of hope, sources of upliftment. We learn this in so many other means from this blessed hadith. And inshallah ta'ala that we can be like this where we live well, but that especially that turn to Allah right before we passed. And hopefully in that moment, we'll desire the meeting with our Lord subhanahu wa to meet our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then also is that we be like the scholar that helps other people return back to Allah ta'ala. We help other people that repent and are means of that. Inshallah ta'ala, may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq from justice and all of our affairs. Wa sallallahu Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.